Well, hey, I want you, while you're standing, take your Bible, and let's look at two different verses here tonight. I'm going to give a, a very simple, but I think it's going to help us, a very simple teaching, and it's going to be a blessing to you tonight. Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 1, in verse 8. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Does anybody know it even before you get there? I don't hear anybody. Well, then we better just read it together. Here's what it says. But you shall receive power. Everybody say power. Power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be witnesses to me, says Jesus speaking in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Oh, my goodness. Now, I want to look again at another verse. Uh, Turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You probably have read this as well. And let's look at verse... Let's look at verse uh, 4. Let's look at verse 4 here. No, let's look at verse... Oh, I'm in the wrong chat. Here we go. Uh, let's look, Yeah, verse 4. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities. It is the same God who works all in all. Now watch this. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Here's the gifts, okay? For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the the discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. But one in the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. We're going to explore this a little bit. I think it's going to bless you. But let's pray and ask the Lord's hand on this time as we open his word. Jesus, we just thank you for your word. We thank you, God, that even that that declaration that was made, you shall receive power. And God, I just pray that tonight would be a power-filled moment, that even as we open your word and later as we minister one to another, God, that you would release the gifts of your spirit, that you would allow it to flow, and that you would use us as a vessel by which your presence and your power is made manifest, Lord. Oh, we thank you for your grace on our lives. Touch us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, as uh, we spend, you know, most every Tuesday night either talking about healing or about the prophetic. And as I began to kind of, I don't know, as I was just praying, I I just had the Lord kind of quicken to me. I've never really done um, a teaching kind of on the theology of the gifts of the Spirit. I want you to look for a moment at that list. I don't know if you're still open there to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But I want you to look. There's nine gifts that are listed, okay? Nine gifts that are listed. And I'm curious. I want you to look at this. And I want you to keep track of how many of these gifts you have seen operating in and or through your life. Okay? So as I read them, I want you, and maybe you don't understand what all of them are. We'll, we'll give an explanation in a moment. But if you know, then, then look at this. So let's look at it again. It says, um, uh, the word of wisdom. Have you ever had wisdom ministered through the Spirit, through your life? 
word of knowledge, word of faith by the same spirit, gifts of healing. Have you ever prayed for somebody, seen them healed? Uh, the working of miracles to another prophecy to another the discerning of spirits different kinds of tongues and the interpretation of tongues okay there's all nine so let, let me just ask you i'm and, and there's no shame or, or anything I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a little higher on this okay if you believe that four or more gifts You've seen operating through your life. Uh, uh, I want to see your hand, okay? Four or more, all right? You've prayed for someone, seen them healed. You pray in tongues. God's giving you a word of knowledge. You've had wisdom, you know? Okay, so, so a number of you. How many of you would say five or more uh, you've seen operating? Did you keep track as we were going through it? Um, okay, so, so all right, just uh, a, a number of you. Leah, how, how many would you say? Okay, five. All right. That's great. Praise God. Edwin, what, do you, what was your count? Um, all, all of them except the gift of faith. That's an interesting gift. Okay, so eight, maybe nine. Okay. Who else, who else had their hand up? Or what do you, Tabitha? Okay, awesome. Praise God. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else? Okay. So this is, this is the reason that I ask this question. I believe with all of my heart that every person within the sound of my voice can operate in all nine gifts of the Spirit. I believe that. And, and I'm going to show you why I believe that because I say without reservation I have operated, I have seen all nine gifts of the Spirit operate at some time in and through my life. And it's not an arrogant thing when you understand how the gifts operate and how the gifts move. You, under, you understand there's, there's no uh, patting yourself on the back that, boy, I've been used by God. You understand everything has been made available by Jesus. Everything is uh, in operation of the Spirit. All things are for his glory. And I'm going to tell you, you can posture yourselves to have the gifts of the Spirit operate through your life. And I believe the first thing is what you believe about the gifts okay it's not about an anointing well somebody anointed prayed for me and then i started seeing miracles that that helps and we'll talk about that but let me just tell you there is a way that we can posture ourselves because understand we have all been given a great commission and part of the reason that you and I, the reason that I dedicate, especially these Tuesday nights, but we really make time in every one of our services. If the Lord moves us to minister in healing or prophecy or the laying on of hands, any of those things, we will be obedient and we will do that because I believe what this time here for us together is, is mostly about equipping. It's mostly about getting tools in your hands to do the job. I mean, have you ever, uh, I don't know if, uh, I've learned a lot about construction over the last several months just being here on this property. Have you ever been asked to do something? I want you to build a wall. I want you to install an air conditioner, right? I want you to do uh, uh, whatever it may be, I want something, and you don't have the knowledge and you don't have the tools to do. Have you ever been in that position? 
that's a that's a frustrating thing and you like you try and figure it out like well maybe i could make this screwdriver do something that i really need a saw for but you know you have you ever tried this you're you're trying to make it work but how many understand when you have knowledge and you have the right tools oh my goodness then, then it comes together easily. And this is what I want because I feel like sometimes it's like you, you get somebody like me always hollering at you, invite somebody to church, go pray for somebody on the streets, right? And, I, and I'll always put pressure on you like that. But some of you go out there and you feel like, I don't know how to do this. And I don't feel like I've got the tools to do the job. Well, that's why we prophesy one over another. That's why we pray for one another. That's why, that's why I'm never embarrassed to say, hey, let's pray for our nation or let's pray for the sick. Let's do Because I want you, the next time you find yourself in a situation, here's a sick person, and I'm the only one who can pray for him right now. I want you to feel like you've got the tools and you have the knowledge to effectively minister to those who are in need. Are you with me so far? So, let me tell you a couple things that I, that I believe about the gifts that maybe will change your perspective on some things, but this is very important. This is the reason I believe that we can all operate in the gifts. First of all, if you're taking notes, write this, write this down. Gifts, and I'm talking about gifts of the Spirit. Gifts are received, not owned. Gifts are received, not owned owned. Now, I'm going to mess with some of your theology. I just want you to trek with me for a moment. We read the verse a moment ago, the Holy Spirit distributes gifts as he wills. In places, in times, he chooses to manifest his gifts. So, if I pray for somebody and they are healed in their bodies... Who has the gift of healing in that scenario? Now listen, most of us were probably thinking, well, you are Pastor Jacob. You have the gift of healing and that's why this person. But, but think about it like this. I have a Bible. And if I were to give this Bible to my daughter as a gift, receive it. Take it. More. Uh, 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 who has received the gift? Mariah received the gift. I was the vessel by which the gift was delivered, so I participate in this, but she is. And by the same token, when I lay hands on somebody, Eugene needs healing in his body, and I pray for Eugene, and Eugene is healed, who has received the gift of healing? Eugene received the gift of healing. I was simply the vessel by which God operated through to receive. So when you prophesy, you speak a word over somebody else. Who has received the gift of prophecy? You are the person that you're speaking over. The other person. This is, this is mess with your thinking, doesn't it? But this is where it's going to help you. Because I have met people, I've met pastors who do not pray for healing because they think I don't have the gift of healing, so I'm not going to pray for somebody to be healed. And a wrong belief system hinders people from operating in the gifts. 
But if we understand, no, I'm not the one who possesses a gift. On the other side, on the other end of things, I've watched people who think they do have the gift of, I have the gift of healing. Maybe you pray for somebody, so I'm healed, and now I've got the gift of healing. And then they go, and somewhere along the lines, they find themselves embarrassed or in arrogance, sin, right? Because, well, I've got the gift, and I'm going to pray, and nothing happens. And then they bear the weight of somebody not getting healed. And that's not a good situation to be in either. But when you operate with this perspective that, you know what, I can be a vessel through which the gifts of the Holy Spirit can flow. They are the ones who receive. I'm just a conduit, right? I'm just like, I'm like the extension cable. I was trying to mess with uh, like an AC this last week. And uh, I don't know why. We've had so many adventures with air conditioners in this build. We were trying to prepare one of the tenant spaces. And we didn't have the right plug. And they didn't have it in stock. And so I actually figured out how to make my own extension cable with the right plug on it. I was pretty impressed with myself until I started to close this thing up and forgot that I had left it plugged in on the other side. And I was the receiver of some power. (laughs) I did. I felt it in my bones. I really did. Yeah, Rylan, he watched me get shocked. I always told him, bro, if we're doing electrical work, you see me seize up, you tackle me. Get it out of my hand. Um, anyway, I was all right. But that's what we are. You understand. We, we plug into the source. And then we're like that open circuit that, you know, you need a touch from God. Huh? And, uh, and that's how it operates, huh? So gifts are received, they are not owned. I prophesy, I don't have the gift of prophecy. I've received gifts of prophecy. You understand the difference. I don't possess the gift of the word of knowledge. If I possessed it, boy, I'd use that thing all the time. But there are moments where the Holy Spirit is distributing. And I'll release that. And there are people that receive the gift of the word of knowledge, and it blesses them, it heals them, it restores them. So you understand. Number two, here's what I want you to understand. Everyone can operate in all the gifts. That's my second point. Everyone can operate in all the gifts. Watch what Mark 16 Verse 17 says, these signs will follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. That's not an instruction, by the way. We don't handle snakes. Just because Some people say they shall take up serpents, and that's why you know, we don't do that. Okay, We don't drink poison, and it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So let me ask you a question. Can you cast out devils? <laughs> the, the, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Okay. I know, I, I'm, I've got you thinking backwards now because no, it's not my gift. It's just, no. <laughs> I'm teaching, I'm going to help you, all right? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's okay. But let, <laughs> that's, that's right. We're going to encourage you in the prophetic later on, okay? Um, 
Japan. So, 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 I mean, really, anybody in this place now, I mean, let me find the sweetest little girl in this place, okay? I'm just, I'm see, you think about the least intimidating, you girls in the back there. Do you guys think you could cast out demons if you needed to? Say yes. <laughs> yeah. here's, here's what you, look at the prerequisites for what it said. These signs will follow them that believe. The only thing you need to know is, do you believe that you can cast out demons? Do you believe that you could speak in tongues? Do you believe that if somebody tried to poison you, God could preserve your life? Do you believe that you could lay hands on the sick and see them recover? There, there are not, well, you don't have the gift of healing, so you can do all of these things but lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You understand? No. If you believe, how many of you believe? I believe in Jesus, okay? And, and, and you'll notice there's, there's only two requirements. Them that believe and in my name they will cast out. And that just means you're in relationship with, with the Lord, okay? Read Acts 19, the seven sons of Sceva. If you want a perspective on trying to cast out demons when you don't have in my name, if you're not in relationship with Jesus, it doesn't go good. If you don't have an active relationship with Jesus, don't try and cast out devils. Don't try and lay hands on the sick. Definitely don't drink anything poisonous, okay? It's not going to work out for you. But if you believe in his name, Jesus' name, you can cast out devils, speak in tongues, on and on and on. Now, here's the, the third thing I want you to understand. The gifts can operate by anointing. And let me explain what I mean by that, because I know some of you are already running through things in your mind. Well, if we don't have, if we don't possess the gift of healing, why is it that you follow around somebody like Todd White or Benny Hinn or pick out your favorite healing guy? How come it seems like there are more miracles that follow them than your average believer? I do believe there are anointings that God releases over individuals. So somebody like Todd White or somebody like Benny Hinn may have an anointing and they may tend to see an atmosphere cultivated through which the Holy Spirit manifests gifts of healing. You understand what I'm talking about? The Bible talks a lot about anointings, and I do believe there. It's like when you talk about in in Ephesians four: Are there people that possess the gift of prophecy? No. However, there are individuals that God raises up as prophets, and prophets have an anointing for prophecy. Does that make sense? So they don't necessarily possess that, but at the same time, God has anointed them for a specific task, for a, spe a specific purpose. And guess what? When you get around an anointed prophet, prophecy tends to flow. You get around somebody who's been anointed for healing, healing typically begins to flow. But again, Benny Hinn, I I've listened to his teaching. He'll be the first one to tell you, I don't have a gift of healing. I've heard it from his mouth. What God, and he says this, God has given me an anointing 
to cultivate an atmosphere of faith and miracles just begin to happen. In fact, what I've noticed is most people that have a right perspective on how the gifts and how the anointing operate, they're typically the ones who see the greatest miracles flowing. These guys going around, well, I'm apostle so-and-so and I got the gift of whatever. I'm going to be nice, okay? So... But you understand, you, you won't see, I mean, I don't want to say you don't, you can't, because God is gracious. God is gracious, and people with wrong theology, God uses them too. Thank you, Jesus. There's things that I know I got wrong, and hopefully the Lord shows me. This is why I'm diligent. I spend time in the Word. So, um, I don't know how much time. Man, it's already quarter after. I haven't even got in. I was going to explain to you what some of the categories of gifts, but, uh, um, well, I want to minister. I want to minister. And guess what? We get to meet together every week. So uh, next week to be continued. I'm going to explain. I'm going to, I'm going to explain. We're going to go into the revelatory gifts, what we call the mind gifts. Praise God. We're going to talk about the gifts of inspiration, the vocal gifts, the gifts that we speak. And we'll talk about the gifts of power. Those are the working gifts. I'll talk about the gift of faith, Edwin, and how that operates and the gifts of healing. You've operated in the gift of faith, I'm sure. Um, most of us most of us have. It's, it's very interesting. And, uh, you know, well, never mind. I, I've got so much. I get excited about this stuff. So you come back next week. We'll talk about the gifts of the Spirit. But uh, did you get the three points? Do you, believe, do you believe what we shared? Uh, God, if you're a believer and you've given your life to Jesus, he wants to use you. My, my, my last thing that I'll share and we'll move into ministry, you'll notice even with the disciples, Jesus, he sent all of his disciples out. All of them. All of you cast out devils. All of you heal the sick. All of you preach good news. All of you go. He didn't say, you know, oh, you got a manifesting demon here. Peter, you're the one with the anointing for deliverance. I want you to come in. No, you just go cast the thing out. And then by the same token, I just, uh, there's going to be a time. You know, I really felt even in worship, God is just, he's, he's preparing a people. He's preparing a people. And you guys, there's going to be a time where we look back a year from now and you're going to be, you're going to be blown away at what the Lord has done. And many of you, that our spectators are going to be the ones that I'm saying, hey, this person needs some devils cast out of them. I want you to come and you lay hands on them. Hey, this person is in desperate need of healing. I want you to come. You lay hands on them. God's going to touch them right now. I'm going to put a microphone in your hand. The Lord is speaking some things right now. Why don't you just prophesy? And I'm going to put the microphone in your hand and you'll do it. Because he's equipping us. He's making us ready. I want you to get your perspective. I sent Dr. Morocco a message. And uh, Leah, I want you to pick out the first person that we're going to minister over. Just get it in your brain while I share this. This is, this is neat. I, be, I send every week Dr. Morocco our, our numbers, our attendance, our, our giving, just a, kind of the review of you know, what I feel like the Lord is doing. And he, he wrote me back an awesome message this last week. And he's like, God is doing the same thing there that he did in Maui in 1980. In 1980, Dr. Morocco came to a church of about 50, 60 people. Quickly, that church doubled. Within a year and a half, that church was over 1,000 people. 
And his word, as he had sent us, is that God was going to raise up another cathedral right here in Kona. And we're watching the Lord do it. We're watching the Lord do it. And so, uh, you guys better strap in. Get ready. Get right thinking in theology because, boy, God is going to take us places. I really wondered this last week. Should we go to two services? We were about a little over half full first service, but by the second service, we were having to add chairs again. I couldn't even believe it. We were slam-packed full in this place. I'm like, oh, if we don't get in that front room, we're going to have to do three services. <laughs> we got to get in there. Pray for us, guys. So, hallelujah. But I'm glad that you guys are here. My wife is going to pick somebody right now. I want everybody to close your eyes. She's going to select somebody, and we're going to prophesy blind. We've done this the last number of weeks. Oh, you know what? Online audience, God bless you guys. I'm going to release you now. Hey, pray for somebody in your home right now, right where you're at. As soon as you get offline, your ministry time doesn't have to end right now because you're not on live stream. You go bless somebody around you. So God bless you guys. We'll see you on Sunday.